Oh no, I'm editing this episode. Fuck. <laughs> Quick, say something normal. Say something normal and useful. Don't start the episode. Do not start the episode. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. This is Jason. And you thought you could get rid of me. And this time we played Wolfenstein Youngblood. It's Wolfenstein, damn it! Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. Wasn't your hump on the other side? What hump? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hellfire. All right, what do we got here? Uh, Released 2019, published by Bethesda, developed by Machine Games, Arcade Studios, and Panic Button Games. Uh, we've just about covered every game that has come out in 2019. A great year for gaming, as it turns out, when we have titles that I could pull up, but I didn't. <laughs> good, 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 good. Truly inspiring. I'm doing my best to sound upbeat here, guys. <laughs> Tight and informative. Hold it together with, you know, dreams, wishes, and... A copious amounts of caffeine. That's, that's what I'm working with. So, Wolfenstein, uh, if you don't know, is a fucking first-person shooter where you kill Nazis. Killing Nazis. I mean, that's that's the general premise uh, for gameplay. I mean, I guess there's RPG elements in this specific one. I'm pretty sure the previous Wolfensteins, Wolfensteins, man, that word has become nothing in my brain. That is a nonsense word now. Wolfenstein um, has been traditionally just a normal, like, Doom-like first-person shooter, right? It, like, didn't have any sort of systems to it aside from pick-up gun, use gun on man. I believe so, but also because this uses the id tech engine, which is obviously what id used on the Doom 2016 and Eternal, which also have RPG elements in them. Okay. Like, you you can level up your guns, and they each have two different special fire options that you can upgrade and stuff. So what What you're saying is that the design decisions in this game were probably informed by Doom 2016. Yes. Okay. And it uses the same engine, which if you've played enough 2016, it feels like it. Hold up. Is Doom an original Castle Wolfenstein clone? I, mm, which one came first? I'm not actually sure. Wolfenstein. But I don't know that the original Castle Wolfenstein is a shooter like the original Doom was, which came out in 1993. I'm pretty sure id made both of them though no no because i know id made wolfenstein yeah i don't know like when i think fucking wolfenstein i think the you know like blue walls you're marching around and i don't know the name of that game to look up the release date the original doom was originally developed by id software it was uh the john carmack john romero thing uh wolfenstein okay so the first two were developed by muse software and were stealth based yeah, Wolfenstein 3D was id. Yeah. And that uh, came out in 92. Yeah, it's that 3D that I was thinking of, not just like Escape Castle Wolfenstein yeah. or what the hell ever. Yeah. Wolfenstein 3D is where id took over, which again, id also made Doom. So like, they kind of built the same game. Right. Just I mean, cashing in on that franchise. Nazis, demons, what's the difference? None. So there's your background. <laughs> <laughs> Nazis are demons. And BJ Blazkowicz is missing. Well, no. At the start of the game, he's at a ranch in Texas? Okay. Well, yeah. The storm's coming in. There's a storm a-brewing. You get introduced to the two sisters. Blaskowitz's twin daughters, uh, Jess and Sophie. 
Soph. So yeah. Uh, I have a niece name, uh, Sophia, who I always just refer to as Soap. So every time, like in this game, whenever they'd say her name, I just in my head heard Soap. Perfect. One of them is a sniper. The other's a like brute melee fighter. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soph <laughs> is the the brash, violent blonde, and also like an amateur writer or something. Oh, kind of. That literally doesn't matter until the very end. <laughs> it's true. And Jess is the uh, the one who goes out shooting with daddy. The brash, violent the... brunette. <laughs> the brash, violent brunette. Yeah. I mean, when your dad's BJ fucking Blaskowitz, eh, killing Nazis is in your blood. The apple don't fall far from that tree. Yeah. So you get those introduction cutscenes, and then and you skip forward I, not very far in time. It's a couple months, I think. Yeah. And they're like, we haven't seen dad in months. And a American agency helicopter. Look, I don't remember. Uh, CIA. I was going to say, I can't remember if they were CIA or FBI. Some American intelligence agency helicopter arrives and a lady comes out. She is unimportant to the plot. Her daughter, important. Her, unimportant. I mean, isn't she like the director of the CIA or whatever? Yes. Unimportant. <laughs> Unimportant. On. Well, she tells your mom while you listen into their conversation from above that your dad, BJ Blaskowitz, has gone missing. And they're like, yeah, we can't find him. But, you know, if BJ Blaskowitz doesn't want to be found, you're not finding him. We ain't going to find him. Like, Which is weird because you could just follow the trail of explosions and Nazi corpses. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it takes three teenage girls a day and a can-do attitude to figure out like at least the general vicinity of where he is well didn't they they knew he was in europe right yeah ah yes tiny easy to investigate europe well like i don't remember if they knew he was in paris or not got it i i don't remember so anyway you uh hijack the ca helicopter and fly to france to paris to paris because that is the range of a helicopter i literally brought that up when me and Jake were talking about the game earlier <laughs> was like, yeah, because you know, a helicopter can fly from Texas to Paris. Yeah, counterpoint though, uh, power suits, so secret Nazi magic and shut up. You know, you got us there. Yeah, <laughs> power suits with nice little toe holes. Ugh. The toes bother Jake a lot. I fuck, I didn't, I didn't notice until like halfway through the game that the suit has individual toes instead of being like a boot, which would make fucking sense. No, they have fucking. Ugh. It's so oh, weird. You didn't notice. I noticed like that was the first thing was like, oh no, that's that's terrible. No, then I could not see it, right? Like every time, like, weird fucking toes. So you make to Paris with your toes. (laughs) Yeah. Toes intact. Because the CIA director's daughter, who I said is important, is, yeah, I don't have a name for this. What's the uh, tech genius friend trope? Yeah. What's her name? Tech genius friend trope. Cool. Uh, I don't know what her name is. No one does. Can't be known. She's Hacker Man. She's the guy in the chair. Yeah. And she developed power suits. She did. She did? Yes. She wow. made those. Okay. Oh. <laughs> sure. Sure. Why yeah. not? So then why? What? <laughs> Hold no. So, okay, so like I just thought that was some like crazy anti-Nazi American tech that they had on the helicopter. Not that she made her nerdy weird friends fucking power suits so they could go find their dad. No, no, she developed those for the U.S. government. Those are hers, like uh, her prototypes. Okay. 
Uh, that, that, uh, oh my God, that actually answers some of the questions I had and I didn't want an answer to them. <laughs> About why they like just fit your character specifically? Yep. Yeah. You know, when you have good friends, you make them power armor, right? You know their Jake, shape. Are, are we good friends? Will you make me power armor? If I had power armor, do you think I'd be here doing this? <laughs> I'd be dead or in jail. <laughs> <laughs> So you're in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. There's a resistance in Paris because Paris is controlled by Nazis. Yeah. Still, for some reason. I think. I, I really don't know the Wolfenstein lore, so. I think most to all of Europe still is. So. Okay. The Allies lost World War II. Hitler took over everything. The world. In the previous Wolfenstein games, uh, BJ and the crew managed to take back the US, which is why the US doesn't have the Nazis anymore. The fight still continues abroad, so. So it was the last game where you do kill Hitler? Yes. So Hitler is dead. We, we did it. Yeah. But like his, you know, his, everything else didn't suddenly crumble because he died because that's not how it works. Yeah. Also, like by the time he kills Hitler, it was what the 60s, I want to say. So like he was an old man and he was just fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. We're now supposed to be in like the 80s. Yes. This is the 80s. Yeah. So yeah, the French resistance, such what they are, uh, is continuing the fight in Paris. And you meet up with their leaders, Juju and some mute asshole. Melty face. Yeah. Juju and Melty face. Totally a good guy. Melty face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they're not like sinister and giving you off-putting vibes the entire time they're on screen, which, you know. I know. It, Melty face doesn't stare at you menacingly every single moment of every single time he's on screen. <laughs> they claim he's a mute. We'll get to that later. So he just sort of glares at you and gives you random chess pieces and you go, oh, thank you, sir. I'll just put it over here with the rest of my collection. Uh, your first mission is on a Zeppelin. Why are you on the Zeppelin? I'm not really sure. I think you're just there to assassinate a high-ranking officer. Yep. You meet Juju before she'll let you like into the Resistance secret base because you meet her above ground. She's like, you mm. need to prove that you're like resistance materials. Yeah, just because like I can't prove you are who you say you are, that doesn't matter. Go out there and do something and then come back to me. And one of you quips that well, the Nazis is in your blood because, well, it is. It, it literally is. Also, they're in fucking power suits, so she's like, well, go take out a Zeppelin. You got fucking power suits. So you go take out a Zeppelin. Uh, you, you, I don't know. It's kind of amusing their first kill when they're freaking out. <laughs> so their first kill comes by way of cutscene. Go ahead, Jake. I was going to can we roll it back to talk a bit about their characters? Because they're like, they're supposed to be what, like 18? Around there. I don't know if it specifically says. They're just like, they're so goofy. Like <laughs> the way the they're one just... laughs, which is like, <laughs> 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 which is funny. It's horrible to listen to and it's fucking adorable. And they call each other um, Arthur and Kenneth, which is like characters from some like Hardy Boy ass book that they read. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Hardy Boy's ass book series that they read that they're both into. Yeah, about some, like, kid detectives. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we're gonna go solve the mystery of Dad! <laughs> yeah, so they're all, like, pumped up and they've been training and... Just a perfect pair of idiot hick sisters. And um, I, I, I'm sure uh, some of the criticism about the game has been these two characters, you know, that they're grating and cringe and terrible to listen to, but they're written pretty decently for idiot hick teenagers that are 
are gonna go kill Nazis that also are in the 80s, of course they're gonna be cringe. Some of the reviews and stuff, you will see that some of the negatives is the characters people will talk about. Not everyone, but some reviews point to characters as negative and uh, hard disagree. I actually really like the sisters. Uh, it, same. I, I like how like goofy and nerdy they are. I like how supportive they are of one another. Like it's uh, yeah, I thought they were well written. Like their dialogue, their back and forth banter is done really well. I, I don't get what you would hate about them. Mm-hmm. Well, you see there are two genders, male and political, and this game got political <laughs> in uh, my game about killing Nazis. Well, yeah, because famously uh, women can't physically kill Nazis. I mean, everybody right. knows that. Yeah. Right. It is, you know, women have never lured a Nazi to their death in the history of the world. Nope. So anyway, you're on board anyway. the, uh, <laughs> the Zeppelin. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the first guy they come across and like they try and sneak up on him. He hears him. He turns and like gets a like shovel to the gut, which doesn't kill him. And then he pulls a gun and the other one shoots him in the head. And his fucking head explodes. It just rains gore. <laughs> And they both cheer, and then the blonde one starts throwing up. so fucking funny. And then, and then they have a juice box. Yeah. Well, they, she had to get the brains out of her mouth. <laughs> right. They literally sit down and have a good old Capri Sun. <laughs> and a weird, like, pyramid shape. It's true. Where the hell do you get juice boxes like that? Europe. And then you kill a lot of Nazis. It's kind of funny that they introduce this in a cut scene, and, you know, again, they're inexperienced, and then, like, they get the kill, and they're kind of freaking out, and then they take a break, and then from then, then on, you're just a fucking murder machine. <laughs> What do you call that? The um, force of nature? Ludonarrative dissonance. No, uh, because uh, like they don't talk about how hard it is for them and like they don't want to and blah, blah, blah. No, like they're, that's what they're there for. They're fucking into it. Let's murder us Nazis. So like the initial, um, they've never killed them a man. And then like, you know, they cheer, they throw up, like they kind of get it out of their system and they're good to go from that point. I, I kind of liked for all the games, like uh, video games, you know, for all the times that this happens, like, yeah, fine. <laughs> I, I can let that one go. It's not like fucking Lara Croft or Nathan Drake, you know. I'm done. I get um, that. I'll just be over here. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's anything really important about this general. He, he, he's a general. He's a bad guy. He's got power armor too. That bastard. And then you kick him into the like turbine of the Zeppelin and it explodes. When you're crawling through the uh, through the Zeppelin, um, you can loot a lot of different things. Like you can open up lockers, you can open up chests, desks, and you're picking up things like coins and ammo and in the early going you are picking up your first set of guns and it kind of gives you an impression that you'll be picking up guns all game which is not true no you have the same like handful of guns we'll get to that later but um it kind of reminded me of almost a bioshock in that you're going into every room you're ripping through everything to get armor and health and ammo just like picking a bunch of shit up because you're constantly having this back and forth i don't know i kind of didn't like how much there was to just loot in this game. It, it seems like just tedious side management to just go through rooms and look for Nazi silver. You know, I, I get what you mean, and uh, there were definitely times where there would be something that I thought was reflective that you could pick up, but it would be like the rim of a bike or just, you know, something that <laughs> happened to catch light as I was walking by that kept throwing me off. But what I'm thinking of, like, mm, sort of loot pickups for this game, my first comparison wouldn't be Bioshock. It's more like Doom. But nah, the enemies don't give you enough fun goodies. Well, true, because you don't chainsaw a Nazi and like confetti comes out. Oh, but if just only. like the, the stuff on the ground is, uh, but maybe that's just because it's the same engine and that's just what it feels like. That's fair. All right. So that's that.
that sidebar. Uh, after you kill your your general, I think you get to like the main plot, and you get back to the resistance, and they're like, "All right, so we're looking for Lab X." Yeah, the resistance is in the catacombs of Paris, and they reveal that yes, Lab X is this mysterious Nazi science lab. It's very super guarded. Super if BJ Blaskowitz is going to be anywhere, it's going to be there. Yeah. Secret Nazi lab. Now to get to the secret Nazi lab, you are going to have to get the like entry codes from three different towers. Yes. Because they split up the key codes so that to get in, you would need either to have like three Nazi generals or to break into three Nazi general towers and get the codes. Yeah. Guess what option you choose? Uh, Gather your three Nazi friends? Yeah. (laughs) Wait. Hans, Franz, and Jens. Quick side note. So I was watching um, the Team Four Star Ultimate Helsing. Mm -hmm. Well, I was watching it with the kids because I'm a monster. And uh, (laughs) as I was doing my own shitty German accent, and they're like, how come you say that in a Nazi accent? And I'm like, like, that's on me. (laughs) It's not. It's not. Like, I get, I know why you said that, but don't. That's not what it is. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Let's not build that connotation, please. This is where you realize that the game is, it's not open world, but it is open world. Yeah, it, it's when the, after this like cutscene, uh, it drops you into the catacombs like as a hub, like you can walk around yeah. in there. And I think for all of us, uh, I can speak comfortably for everyone that like life just left our body when we realized that there was a hub to walk around in and yes. side quests and just like, oh no. Yeah, that was fucking awful. Because the, the Zeppelin level was all right. And if the entire game was like that, it if it was just like four or five set pieces like that, I could have maybe lived with it. As it stands, I am no longer living. That makes sense. The first level, you know, it's a bunch of cutscenes, and then you fight through the Zeppelin. I'm like, okay, if this is just gonna like be this, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be Doom, but you kill Nazis. Okay, mm-hmm. I can live with that. And I can see that, uh, again, some people dislike the characters, but I disagree. And so, yeah, it'll be fine. And then, yes, uh, I believe I streamed this, uh, at least this first section. <laughs> and you did. You can see right when I go, this person has an exclamation point. Oh, side quest. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, so you pick up side quests. It's a whole bunch of dumb shit. Like, hey, rescue this guy, okay? Assassinate this guy. Yep, release some prisoners. Go find these plans. Like, do I get to do anything with the plans? No, you just gotta find them. Cool, cool. Okay, I need you to go here to investigate it and then go to a whole other section to go actually find it and then come on back to me. Can I radio this in? No? <laughs> no. No. You have to go back and physically talk to them again to get like the experience points and shit. And when I was walking around in, because uh, Jake, I'm sure you had this experience too, at least somewhere, uh, wandering into a place that was too high level. Did you get like destiny flashbacks of just like wandering into a cave with an enemy with a red like exclamation skull over their head and getting fucking slaughtered yep 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 uh the first time i was streaming it i ran into that where uh because the game just wants you to take out three towers right so i'm like oh natural
naturally, they'll get progressively harder. We just go to the first one because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I had side quests I had to pick up to grind out some levels. So I go there and I'm making my way through and then suddenly there's some big armor dudes that just fucking splatter me. Oh. So I... Okay, so I don't go this way or what? <laughs> it was really funny watching him on stream just throw bodies <laughs> at these dudes with a red skull next to their name as they just slaughter him in like one to two hits. Which is a, an issue of mine and we can talk about it later. This isn't therapy session, Jake. Okay, this is therapy I session mean, and people not, are listening not in. <laughs> um, me and Ken did that with one of the big like uber mechs that we just ran into and we kept firing, kept firing. It's like, why isn't this fucker dying? He's like in the place where the Abbey told us to go. Oh my God. And there are like side quests in the side quests. Like when you go into the uh, streets of Paris, Abbey will sometimes call you and say, hey, I need a thing that needs to be done. So it's supposed to be like these organic events, you know, like like a destiny or a division or whatever, a shooter that is like has live events yeah occasionally she'll just radio you with hey do a thing although it's funny i had she radioed me with the same thing like four times same (laughs) oh my god she just gets you know more exasperated over time but i don't know if it happened for you guys but for the first couple that i tried to do uh i ran directly into enemies with like red skulls over their heads and they fucking slaughtered us and so we decided you know i guess we're not doing these side missions the Uh, the side Side, side missions the whatever. first one i tried uh and then like it was uh plant a bomb on a general's car so i just like ran up and did it because you know like you just oh. ignore the enemies you just gotta throw the thing in there it's not that big a deal planted the bomb pissed off back to what i was doing never messed with any of them again because like i'm not going out of my way for your quote-unquote organic live style bullshit it's like i don't like i don't want to be doing side questing i'm just trying to clear this bitch god she really wanted me to plant a lot of bugs hey uh can you plant this bug so i can hear what the nazis are saying i'm like sure go and do another quest hey can you plant this bug so i can hear what the nazis are saying looks at map it's the same exact place I wa- I planted a bug earlier. <laughs> well, they found it. So I go and place another bug there. Another 4,000 experience. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> I did a few. They gave me some experience. Hmm. Whatever. Yeah, so you couldn't immediately go assault the Nazi towers, which are called the brothers, whatever. Brother one, brother two, brother three. Uh, because you had to be a certain level. Otherwise, you'll get mulched because every level you got uh, just a flat damage upgrade. So yeah, every level... You get 2% extra damage. Yep. Sounds right. There's also, and like, you can tell, they don't tell you, there is absolutely a scaler for enemy damage. Yes, absolutely. Like some sort of hidden defense stat that is tied to your level. Yeah, because again, when you see people with a red skull, they hit so hard and then like their level doesn't change and you level up twice and suddenly they still hit hard, but like they have a number next to their name and now they hit you and you're like, oh, okay, if they hit me like six times, I'll die. Not once. Uh, once you've ground enough, you know, killed enough rats in the sewers, collected enough bear asses, or in this case, <laughs> Nazi scalps, um, you can head on through the sewers to Brother One and get your first craftwork weapon, which is interesting. The laser craftwork was the first one. These are uh, heavy weapons that are added uh, to your arsenal with special ammo. I have ammo. to uh, disagree with you there. Okay, what? 
So you go to whichever brother you happen to be doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Some of us went to brother two first. He means both of us. Both of us. <laughs> Independently. Okay. We weren't playing together. Uh-huh. There is a side quest to activate a Nazi laser. And when you do, it punches a hole in a wall that gives you a back entrance into brother two. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, me and Ken did all the back entrances to all three brothers. But go on. After completing that quest, I was enough like I just immediately went in and I was same close enough level that I could actually clear it so I cleared brother two with the diesel craft work before I went to brother one yeah uh, I did the exact same thing yeah but yeah so the brothers they introduce a craft work weapon they're they're used to open special doors it's a little metroidvania e in that way because you've been seeing doors like that all through the streets of Paris and now you can open some of them with your special new gun. Yeah, but they're just like extra ammo and armor and shit, right? Yeah, they're mostly, mostly yeah. resupply rooms. Yeah. Usually they have a coin chest in them as well. Oh, right, the coin. Yeah, the thing the you spend to upgrade The Nazi of... gold, silver. Nazi silver. Yeah. Silver. That you fill your guns with to make them strong. We, I don't, I know. we don't have to, no. <laughs> we, we don't have ah. to get into Nazi gold. <laughs> so, I, I'm trying to remember what a brother one is. Uh, aside uh, from the laser craft work? Or... Yeah, because they all have slightly different ends, but like it's mostly the same where you fight a big mech boss, you right. kill two Nazi dudes in hats and then take their keys <laughs> and unlock the computer for uh... Abby. Yeah. Yep. The laser craft work one, it was in the library with the like spinning lasers that come out of the ground that kill you and kill you and kill you and kill you and kill you. Oh. And kill you. Really? And kill you. Okay. So that one, mm-hmm. that one sucks when you're playing with an NPC. That one sucks when you're playing with a person because one of you has connection issues, but go on. Oh, well, because the library has like these raised platforms along the shelves that you just jump onto and you shoot the mech dude to death. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Didn't find those. Yeah. You just stand above him and rain hellfire. But your NPC who doesn't, you know, know how to double jump, just stands in the lasers and goes, I'm dying again. And I'm like, would you stand up? Oh, I, I didn't have any issue with this. Look at me, Mr. Fucking Good Gamer Guy. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there. No one's gonna uh, mistakenly call me. <laughs> Fucking uh, good gamer, right? But yeah, no, like I think we're because uh, we, me and uh, AI started on the uh, raised platform and then it starts on the lower and I was just laying into the big robot with whatever the heaviest weapon I had was and I jumped down and then uh, I think I got hit with something and got down and I hit the call for help button and you just like teleported right to my side. So the lasers were going up above us at that point. So it was fine. I think Ken's experience with this game was very similar to uh, yours, Jason, because uh, he, I think he found the the elevator near the end of the fight, and I was the asshole running around in the bottom, just dying constantly. Cause I'm about yeah. as smart as a PC. No, 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 no! Don't say that. Because boy, oh boy, this game is not meant for one player. No, it really isn't. Oh, uh, just the, beyond all the other stuff, like the doors and the crates that you need your. My AI would sometimes just fuck off. Like I would run to an area and start fighting. They just wouldn't be in the same area as me. Like, wait, where are you? You think they would implement at least some sort of tether? Oh, did you guys have it where they would get caught on something and then just get stuck in an animation loop? Yes. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, the AI for your NPC isn't great. Then Brother 2 is the one that's like the uh, Zeppelin carrier, right? You're up on the roof. 
Yeah. It's like a tower, yeah. You go through a bunch of like uh, garage workshop areas. And it's a big mech that you fight. What? And then Brother 3 is like a building. It's like a, you start in like a sewer area and then go into like an underground lab. But not a lot of X. Different underground lab. I wanted to say like the ending is like a server room almost. It's very weird. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see um, the third tower and the final mission you and I did together. I yeah. mean, you had already beat the game by this point. So we didn't use the secret entrance. Yeah, we just went through the front. Because <laughs> I was oh, like level yeah. 36. Yeah, you were, what, a good 10 levels higher than I was? Yeah. <laughs> so he was just kind of pooping on things. Gross. I will say, though, uh, no, it's fine to poop on Nazis. Fuck them. That uh, <laughs> if uh, you you need to uh, grind out some levels, just have somebody that's like 10 levels higher than you join your game because, holy shit, I was getting levels left and right and I wasn't doing anything. Oh, yeah, it doesn't, like, require you to be a uh, part of the action. As long as Nazis are dying, you get experience. Yeah. <laughs> Nazis die, the world's a better place. Just so. So you clear Brother 3. You've collected the Dragon Balls. Yeah, and you go to have a toast. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. So uh, I want to ask you guys, um, before this goes down, did you guys get that she just wanted to fuck these two? Because, like, that's what I, like, be- besides uh, secret bad guys going to twist bad guy. But, like, I was like, she just, like, she kind of just wants to fuck these two, right? Or was that just me? I think it was just you. I got sort of just, like, shitty parent figure vibes from her. Because she was, like, during some of the cutscenes, you know, giving the kids cigarettes and alcohol and stuff like that and it's clear like they've never smoked before and shit like that yeah yeah for me it was more of playing into yeah just uh, feeding their bad dumb habits of just like they're young and haven't experienced the world here's some experiences bad ones but like she's evil (gasps) what oh surprise uh yeah god i don't even remember how this plays out they make a toast to taking out the third brother tower and then they all pass out well the uh the girls do uh the sister's nappy and then flashback well it's not even like immediate flashback it's super weird yeah the nazis start crowing about like they're using the useful idiots of the blaskowitz sisters to like further their evil Nazi uh, agenda because like old Melty Face starts talking now and pulls out a knife and you know is does, does some good villain monologuing and puts a knife to one of the Blaskowitz's sister's throat and that's when we get the flashback. Mm. Yeah, which like then they flash back to Abby spying on Melty Face and Juju and, and so she discovers that he's evil. Well, first she has like a on her screen she has a wanted poster of like hey high rank Nazi general and it's just melty face. Yeah. Right? Oh my god, I hated that so much. And <laughs> and his wife, well-known French aristocrat, Juju. Yeah. <laughs> uh wait, so um oh, hold up. How um, is this is this actually the fucking resistance? Like are these people for fucking real? Did no one in the resistance not realize hey melty face is like obviously the fucking general? Like he didn't even disguise himself. Like sure he was like injured a bit, but the other side of his face looks fine. Still looks like the dude. Also, Juju just went by her name the whole fucking time. It is she isn't even like trying. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. This was pre-internet. Cut him some slack. Was it? Cause like Abby's <laughs> where does she pull up information from? Uh floppy disks. <laughs> fucking floppy disks? Fucking out for that. <laughs> 
Secret Nazi internet. Shut up. I mean, but really, like, they're so obviously evil. And then she finds it so easily yeah. that it's like, ah. But then, like, this was something that I... So she f- sees that he's evil and that she's evil. And then she listens in on their conversations and realizes that they're evil. And then, like, the cutscene keeps going way too long, like... Well, they're talking to each other about what they plan to do, which is poison their drink so they can just dispatch them easily. Which, like, and I was just thinking, like, man, what just impeccable timing. Like, that's such... I get it. I, I do. Ah, uh, yes. The poison. Cusco's poison. The poison, <laughs> poison from, from Cusco. Cusco. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was that level. You have to have her drop in on them at just the right time, but it was still, like, so fucking ham-fisted. Like, uh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we flash back to present, and, of course, you know, our sisters were keyed in on this by Abby, and they fight back. And this this cutscene probably pissed me off the most in the way that, like, Juju hits one of them in the head with like a fucking radio yeah actually both of them she hits both of them with the radio and just the the, the two nazis get the upper hand on the girls so quickly despite the girls knowing the treachery was coming and they're still wearing their goddamn power suits yeah and that's the thing is like this isn't right when you get to pair you've already taken down the three towers and all of the generals and super mechs inside you are now like behind your dad the best nazi killers in the world <laughs> like yeah at this point people are shooting you and bullets are like eh inconvenient as you then carve your way through entire battalions of nazis and then you get defeated by a radio and a knife yeah well, speaking of the knife now hold on a uh, blonde twin goes to punch a uh, melty face and then he gets um magic power suit that just like cl- clasps around his face to block her punch yeah because he's been wearing his nazi power armor this whole time yeah under his clothes which like is this on some just like spawn reflex shit or is it a conscious action like how does that work i don't actually want an answer to this because it doesn't matter but like uh yeah but then abby gets a knife driven into her eye and you know what i'd uh i had said because i i was streaming this and i was like she's not dead like it's a knife to the eye like that sucks but like that's not gonna kill you i mean that will like in real life in real life, it'll take your eye out. Depends how hard you drive. <laughs> There's not depends bone on, behind your eye. Depends on There's how long the There's a hole that is. goes right to the squishy part. Yeah, well, it's just frontal lobe. The fucking, sure, like, uh, maybe you don't like toast no more, but, you know, <laughs> it isn't, it isn't necessarily uh. deadly. So when she catches a knife to the eye, she's like laying there and they're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then she just like, fuck it hurts. Like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Cause like. I'm glad they didn't kill Abby. I like Abby. She was, she was, you know, I, I was thinking of you actually, Jake, when uh, we met her because I'm like, oh man, if she ends up not being able to people good, Jake is going to go on another rant. And she ends <laughs> up being like, honestly, probably the best person at like interacting with other people because like the idiot Hick sisters are just fucking disaster. Disasters. Yeah. Yeah, but they try. But yeah, no, like yeah. she's just good with people. Like that that was nice. Mm-hmm. I both like I, I could go either way. I yeah, Abby is a fine character and she kind of balances out the idiocy of the other two, especially when they're just on some shit and she's just like, What are you two on about? Because which is like how often you get with siblings and they're just speaking in basically inside jokes when they're talking about the stupid like book series. Yeah. And Abby's just like, What the fuck? <laughs> Glyscore. 
Gleiskor, Gleiskor. Yeah. <laughs> and like that, that's actually a thing that happens in real life. And so I'm like, yeah, that's great. But then like, I don't know, if they had just killed Abby, they'd have been like, oh, shit just got real. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as an author who kills off many characters, I um, I appreciate the, the need to raise the stakes, so to speak. But also when you got like fucking Nazi war machines, do you really need to raise the stakes anymore? I don't know. We're yeah. just spitballing here. Ratchet that shit up. Nazi harder. Yeah, so they, they get away uh, and you head to Lab X. Because you've got you've got the codes now. Why not? Go find your dad. You, yeah, you, you were there to find BJ. So you break into Lab X, you clear away, and it, you, you go like this weird underground dig site. Right, and it's behind like dozens of security doors and laser barriers, and suddenly in the heart of Lab X, you find a cave. I, yep. It's never really explained either. It's just a cave and inside. So none of us played any of the previous Wolfenstein games, correct? Correct. That is Since correct. like the reboot ones. Yeah. Because uh, like I didn't get this either. And Elsa, I don't know about you, but I was waiting for Optimus Prime to pop out and start talking about Argent Energy the whole time. <laughs> you know his name is not Optimus Prime. It right? is absolutely Optimus okay. Prime. And I don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Optimus Prime. Perfect. Right there on my shirt. <laughs> which, which kind of happens. We were joking about it on stream. Uh, how? So BJ's down there. It's a bunch of obelisks with like weird symbols on them. And he talks about, it's nonsense how he saw alternate timelines. Right. When he killed Hitler, Hitler set off uh, a doomsday device that has been causing like climate change, essentially, that is slowly killing their planet. And I, I'm not really sure where the multiverse comes in from there. Yeah, right. Because he's down there and he's like, yeah, I used the magic of uh, this weird obelisk room. And I've seen all sorts of timelines, ones where the world is fixed and everyone's happy and our world sucks. We're in the bad timeline. <laughs> Which is true. I, yeah. Okay, I guess. Like, and you're just gonna sit here? Talking about some person named Set, which, like, just the Egyptian god, considering the things around you? What? What is happening? Yeah, uh, as uh, people not from the series, and maybe this, I'm assuming this person makes an appearance in earlier games. Couldn't say? They had to. Yeah, they just, oh yeah, it's Set, and we're like, I don't know who that is. Cool, 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 cool. Sit call back to somebody on the submarine in a game I didn't play. Woo! Yeah, so he didn't want to come back to polite society until he figured out how to fix everything because he wasn't really captured, apparently. He was just hanging out down here and the Nazis don't know he's there. And it's like, how do they not know you are in their uh, secret cave tunnel thing that well, was just like behind some doors? They what? they do. What? Yeah, no, they know he's they, there. They just leave him they, alone because... <laughs> they recruited him and then like he killed the ones that were like guarding him and they were just like, ah, just fucking leave him yeah they know they can't go down there and kill him <laughs> he's just That's there amazing now. what if we like i don't know fill the ca cavern with poison no you don't poison bj blaskowitz <laughs> right like no because he's just gonna come up here <laughs> and That's we're up true. here you That's can't do true. that man <laughs> well like Later, when Nazis start coming after them, like you can see how just nonplussed he is. Like he could not give a shit less. Because yeah, the Nazis follow you in, and then you grab your guns, and this is all in cutscene. He pulls two guns out, you know, because he's double fisting, and just you shred all the Nazis. Yeah, the classic like giant cannons from Dazior. You hand him a card. You're like, oh, well, this is from Set, mm -hmm. and he he takes it and he reads it, and he's like, oh, this weird cube thing I have. 
have. It actually grants energy from an alternate universe, which is when we were making jokes about art and energy. Yeah. The energy from hell. It, it powers our Nazi killing suits. Yeah. Some weird robot voice told me this through a speaker over there. It gives you magneto powers. Yeah, he plugs it into the back of your suit and all of a sudden you've got special powers. And catch bullets and manipulate metal and shit. It's the god, the god hand. So I'm guessing Set is just straight up the Egyptian god at this point. Why not? I'm cool with that in lore. Yeah, why not? Ooh, and then what follows is the best cutscene in the game. Yes. Well, it, it it's both. Like, it starts real dicey. Oh, yeah. That's grows because uh he's uh melty face is monologuing about how they're going to start a fourth reich you're like i'm not even sure you're out of the third one yet my dude like you still control at least probably like half the world mm, yeah so like okay but last year i had three quarters of the world daddy <laughs> yeah and then juju's like ah oh, but the blasquid sisters and he's like yeah you really messed up and then he slaps her and puts a gun to her head and it's it's foreplay yeah he yeah. definitely intended on killing her because like i don't know before the like in the earlier of parts of the cutscene, he was like mowing down other nazis because like they were using the blasquit sisters to kill nazis that weren't like part of their agenda nazi on nazi violence fuck it um and you know when he puts the gun to her head it goes click and they have a good laugh and are gross at each other <laughs> and then they see the blasquit sisters on a security feed and like with like a big sign with like a present and a they, question they mark. Have, like, they have like a notebook that they draw a picture of a birthday present on and they're holding up to the security camera. <laughs> we got a present for you. It's bullets. And so like they, they go to the elevator that's coming up and he, he's like, no, you have to stand in front of the elevator and shoot them like right as it opens. And so Juju stands in front of the elevator. With protestation. She's like, eh, I don't think I should be doing this. And he's like, no, nah, it's fine. And it's at this point that I already can't remember which one's which. The blonde one. Yeah. Like her hand starts glowing and she goes, oh, God powers. And so she pushes her hand forward and the elevator door launches out and just crushes Juju. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she just fucking crushes her fucking skull. Just red <laughs> smear. <laughs> uh, fucking Nazi Bill Belty face. The fucking sisters, everyone's like, what? <laughs> you can do that? <laughs> And then he fucks off, like, to the roof, and you follow in the elevator, and then uh, begins, like, the final chase and fight scene. Right. In the first phase of the fight, you can't actually shoot him with normal bullets because you gotta use your special god powers. Uh, so you catch his bullets, which have special, like, armor-piercing capabilities, which it just... Oh, Christ. It's not how any of that works. But, you know, secret special powers. Fuck it. You fire his bullets back at him, and you can damage him that way. And then he runs off, and then... And more Nazis, you follow him up to a tower. He has a jetpack. You fight him, uh, jetpack zombies and zombies? zombies, zombies, Nazis, Nazi zombies. We're, we're zombies now. Don't worry about it. 
you got him down and the ground. You have one final duel, and you realize you have he you had heavy weapon ammo on you the entire time, and you haven't been using it. You switch to your laser craft work and melt him. Oh. Yeah, I didn't use my heavy weapons until that final stage. I was like, oh right. So when he landed, uh, he was incinerated in about five seconds. Really? Because I was well. We've all seen my aim, so like I was attempting to hit him with heavy weapons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this was uh, this was interesting because uh, I was underleveled for this fight. I was gonna say, to be fair, he the, the final boss is like level thirty five, and you were like level thirty to thirty one. Yeah. So your guns were just kind of like plinking off of him. Yeah, I wasn't doing uh, any damage, and I was uh, trying to not just uh, get shit on myself as I was hiding around stuff, letting Jason mostly just do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me and Ken went down a, a whole lot during that fight. I think we were underleveled by two, maybe, going into that fight. Because the, the final mission says 32, and then you get up to the top, and he's like level 34, 35. Right. Gotta make it a challenge. Okay. Glad you didn't prepare me for that. Would have been cool. <laughs> but you kill him and win the game, and then your friends and family come and scoop you up, and then you fuck off. Yeah, that's basically it. Everybody hugs, waits there's more Nancy's to kill. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you talk about how uh, you've got more Nazis to kill because BJ and your mom have to go like talk to people to rally the troops. So you're going to stay in Europe killing Nazis? Yeah. Right, because they had, I guess, big designs of like adding on to this game because, you know, games as a service. Fucking imagine me making a jack-off motion right now. Yeah, or, you know, just setting up a sequel depending on how well the game did. Sure. You can't have finality in your game because otherwise you're leaving money on the table. What are you doing? Oh, so that's the game because you just you just stop playing after that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it uh, unlocks all the like extra stuff, and uh, you can talk to Abby when you're in the catacombs to replay missions. And there's weekly challenges. And, oh my god! Oh my god! I forgot there there were dailies and weeklies because of course there fucking were. Yeah, go to hell. Well, all right. I, this is something I touched on early on is that you start you know pick up your initial arsenal uh, pretty early in the um, pretty early in the Zeppelin level and then from there you just have those like four guns as your standard guns and that's it uh, like a rifle an SMG a shotgun and a pair of sidearms and that's it and you get to customize them some you know you can upgrade them to play differently the rifle you can change into like a single shot DMR if you want that kind of thing you know and make guns either more accurate or fire faster or do more damage yep. and why would you not just like increase fire rate and damage together to just optimize nope nope all damage just damage punch 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 uh, I believe the correct is three damage two fire rate gets you the highest DPS <laughs> you get set bonuses if you have three of a type of upgrade for each weapon so there's the the gun upgrades was my favorite part of the like RPG elements um, I, I didn't really care for the actual, because there's, when you leveled up, you got, like, skill points, and you can put into skills, and there wasn't, the skill tree wasn't big or complex or anything, thank Christ, but it was just things like, you know, upgrade your armor, upgrade your health, and it could have been done so much more elegantly, and just, like, every time you took down a brother, you got, like, 25 more health and shields or something like that. That's how me, a person who's never designed a game, would have done it. Yeah, I think the personal skill tree was just mostly garbage. I, I found very little use for almost any of the skills. Uh, the only one that I built towards intentionally was the one that let you carry actual heavy weapons. 
Yeah, yeah. Me and Ken sort of split up the duties because uh, we wanted to try to, you know, diversify. So he was heavy weapons guy, and I was sniper gal. Coming to theaters near you, um, and he definitely got the better of that uh, that bargain. Like, you know, I, I upgraded my DMR as best as I could, and you know, did a decent job at staying out of fights and plinking away from the background. But some enemies dropped heavy, heavy weapons, like heavier than your craftwork weapons. Yes, and I wish, I wish the Uber hammer did more damage there's a flamethrower a gatling gun and the uber hammer the uh, bfg right yeah it's a bfg yeah and i wanted it. i wanted it to be good i get that i know and it wasn't that's so disappointing yeah but it explodes and then explodes again what more could you possibly want besides actual damage oh that's the thing is my uh grenade launcher the diesel craft work also did that and did as much or more damage from our experience, the laser craft work was like the melting gun that like it just shredded things. I had mild success with the uh, diesel craft work and the electro craft work was just kind of shit because it, it took too long to kill things. It depends on how you set up the diesel craft work. Um, okay. Because there's one that increases the radius of the explosions and then one that gives it, uh, what do you call it? Shrapnel? No, uh, child grenades. Oh yeah. Cluster bombs. Yeah. So you would fire it and you could fire it multiple times before detonating them and so what you would do is yeah you, you just run by shoot like three of them at someone's feet and then pull the trigger and just watch a hail fire of explosions interesting what about the the gunplay itself uh just just the act of running and gunning and shooting how did that feel to you guys serviceable like i didn't find um because i had changed what i was doing i was trying to spec my smg out for accuracy and then the uh, regular assault rifle for just flat damage but it's not like they're not accurate which is fine because you, you don't generally have like um a long range of shooting down anyway if, if you do you can like run up on stuff to say a uh, shotgun the in the face or lob explosives or whatever right so it, it like you don't have the weapon variety that any of the guns feel especially tight against one another but i don't think it wasn't fun either i think it was just repetitive yeah but because there's not like th there's not that much variety right, right. which just seems I, weird I yeah because you have your base guns and you'd like the craft work stuff but like they're not wholly different from one another either yeah once you unlocked all three craft works um i didn't find much need to switch off of them once you get enough upgrades for like finding ammo and stuff i don't know about you oh see because i almost never used them hmm. i was just using the smg to uh take out enemy shields because of course there's a whole different shield mechanic and then I would swap to the assault rifle and then uh, occasionally I would scroll too far because I hated holding the uh, V to bring up the weapon wheel because it was a pain in the ass to use <laughs> and you know I hoped that I could find a gun that would work for me until I'd found the gun that I wanted to use All right. Jason I know you have very nuanced opinions on first person shooters I shotgunned the people um, you did it buddy for me it just made me want to play Doom uh, because I was shotgun surgeoning like I would just get up on people and just start blowing them away and i was like man if i could kill people to get health right now this would be a lot more fun yep the game really wants you to wait in the fact that there's no like dedicated sniper rifle that you have to like do a lot of tweaks to just even make like a decent dmr and even that isn't super powerful the game wants to like be mid to close range combat the entire time and there's a fair amount of like hallways and tight spaces that you end mm -hmm. up in but, uh... where it's trying to get 
get you in that short range. If you're not careful, you can get down super quickly. Yeah, you can. Which, like, that surprised me out the gate when it just feels like you get dropped out of nowhere. Right, like, you have armor, like, you need to check your six, take cover, keep an eye on that shit. What you really need to do is, if you play this game, keep spamming the peps, which is, like, you know, pep talk. Uh, Your cheer for your your sister. And if you are within a certain radius of your sister, you do this little cheer and you both get either armor or health, depending on what you choose. And, you know, you can unlock different ones. Ken unlocked one that gave full health and I unlocked one that gave full armor. So we would, in the middle of a fight, do our peps at each other and we would be back at full full and keep fighting. That's kind of sick. Yeah. There's also a skill that reduces the cooldown by 50% Mm -hmm. and increases the range. So like... Invest in that shit. Yeah. And the one that just gives you invulnerability for... um, Five seconds. Five seconds, yeah. Is that an ability or a... Yeah, it's a pep. That's a pep. Okay, okay. Gives you invulnerable for five seconds. There's also a pep that gives you quad damage for, I think, four seconds. (laughs) What? Yeah! Yeah, No, after after we settled in on our full health, full shield thing, we didn't even look at anything else. Oh, yeah, you can go full fucking Doomslayer mode. Yeah. That's on brand. Four seconds, time to kill. (laughs) So, I don't remember the game ever explaining to me that it uh, affected me as well, which would have been good to know, because, yeah, you should basically just spam that shit. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, I've gotten to the end of my notes. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the connection issues I had with this game because my god and it certainly could be that I have recently moved and I've switched from a hardline to Wi-Fi for my uh, my computer but also we have like super fast internet and when I speed test my internet it's like yeah you have super fast internet you're fine you should be able to stream multiple devices so I'm not entirely sure it was my internet connection I live in California the person I played with Ken lives uh, on Central American time so there's like a two time zone difference it might have been a ping thing it might have been a server thing I really don't know because like whoever hosted the game ended up having fewer issues than the person who was joining the game so I I, I guess it might have been like our hosting capabilities like if somebody with a better rig was hosting maybe we wouldn't have had a magical slideshow half the time but it detracted from my experience considerably to have to fight around these issues Ken would drop multiple times each session thankfully okay but um, like you're able to jump back in real quick go on jason was that was that the game or was that ken because like (laughs) i don't know i really don't because yes ken notoriously doesn't have very good internet yes uh (laughs) i i played almost entirely so i beat the game by myself yeah it's not a great single player experience it no again uh whenever you go to a different area you and your sister have to both lift a gate or open an elevator and so you like you go up and click it and then you have to wait for your ai to either teleport to you or like walk around to you and again if they get caught on something you might just be sitting there like okay waiting uh but then as uh jake said when he was going to beat the game i joined him jake you had no issues right correct and my screen would randomly turn black just like the whole thing okay and jason you have like wired internet and you guys live in the same city yeah we are not that far from one another I would just randomly be like, Jake, I'm going to res you. And then my screen would just turn black. I'm like, I don't know where I am. 
It was very cool. Cool and good. Yeah, what we're saying is we are two for two and having connection issues, trying to play with each other. So on that alone, even though like there were parts of this game that were kind of okay. And as we always say, uh, if you want to play a game, play it with friends and you can even make a bad time and a decent time. But because of that, I can't recommend it at all. We all liked the, the characters of the sisters and stuff, but that's about as good as I can say for this game. All right, before I give recommendations, I got to go back and just some small things like, uh, yeah, some of the stuff could use uh, tinkering. Some of the like uh, RPG systems and stuff I wasn't a huge fan of. And again, I think I think could be made better, but they just didn't really work for me. I, the whole hub side quest nonsense was right out. I did not like that. And elevators. <laughs> yeah, the fucking elevators. <laughs> so it's something we've run into in other games. Elevator loading screens. You know, that thing that used to be a thing. And we all agreed to stop doing. And this game was made in when? 2019. Because here's the thing. As I said, you, you have to, you go and click on the elevator and you put your hands in and start to open it. And you're like, come on, sis. And then she comes over and helps you open the elevator and you get in the elevator. And then you have to press a button to make the elevator go, which loads a cutscene. A cutscene plays. And then after the cutscene, you're still inside the elevator. And you have to do the same jimmying the door open again. That fucking killed me. You know, in the back of my brain, I knew I didn't like the elevator sequence, but until you just said it out loud, like all the steps just now, I didn't understand why. Thank you, Jason, for bringing clarity to my mind. Yeah, well, see, there came a point where I stopped, like, fighting enemies, and so I would just sprint. And when you sprint from an elevator sequence to an elevator sequence to an elevator sequence without fighting anyone, (laughs) it really drives home how poorly that's set up as you're just like oh this is a nightmare (laughs) all right but they do have the like cutscene that you get on the elevator is the like security camera in the elevator of the sisters like dancing to the elevator music or like just fucking with each other which is funny the first time there's only what four of them though Maybe six. And then they loop. Maybe six? Jeez, so there's ones I didn't even see? So like that, and then uh, when we were talking about the side quest, you'd like go to a place and then go back to another place. And to get there, you had to go to these fast travel stations, the underground stations. And it's just like, there's so many loading screens and like interaction points just to get to the next area to fight things. And I'm like, in 2019, is this really where we're at? Uh, Fucking apparently. I guess it, it, yeah it was not not great for that and then you know the one time i joined jake we weren't allowed to leave oh no <laughs> did he use like soft lock or something no th- there was an enemy nearby and by nearby i mean within nine miles all right and you can't fast travel when there's an enemy nearby everybody knows that that's just video game science that, which is funny to me because you can't fast travel while an enemy's nearby and it said that and it was like that's dumb because you can go through those doors again like where you both have to lift it while enemies are there Mm -hmm. like and as i said you can sprint from elevator to elevator and just jam through them like it doesn't stop you when enemies are nearby then but fast traveling that's a no-no except this guy that had aggroed us wasn't in the plaza above us Mm -mm. or the next plaza over (laughs) yep he was just off in a corner somewhere (laughs) the corner of the map 
with his telekinesis, like, there's enemies here. <laughs> I am the dimensional anchor. Oh, also, your uh, video card is out of uh, memory, and the game might crash. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Elsa, did uh, did you and Ken run into that, too? Uh, Weirdly, no. I didn't get any like pop-up error messages or anything like that, if that's what you're talking about. What? Literally every time I would load into a new area. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, your video card's out of memory? Sorry. Now, uh, because you know <laughs> I had recently experienced this with Outriders, but the game never crashed. Oh, oh, okay. Because like uh, when Outriders would do that for me, hard. Shit, it just stopped. Game would crash. This one. Hey, resources, check your shit, press enter to continue. Uh, okay. You know what really fucking gets to me, though? Because uh, I don't want to rant about it earlier, but the fu- the skulls, right? And lots of games do this when an enemy is overleveled for you. You have a little fucking skull over, like, where their numbers should be. What the fuck good does that do you? Now, this one, it's, what, two, three levels above wherever you are, and then you get a skull? Because I was bitching to Jason when we were off camera after fucking streaming it. So, like, hold the fuck up. So, like, I'm trying to run up to brother one and I can't get in because there's all these over leveled guards and Jason had said oh well you need to be like level 20 when you get in there I'm like okay so me running up at like level 11 like I have no frame of reference for this like there's no way that I I can know that because it's just a skull and it could be that they're they're level 14 and I'm just you know level 10 or 11 or they're like level 60 like I I have no I fucking idea and it's such a shit way to show that like just give a fucking number with a skull next to it you know no you must suffer yeah but then you might stop side questing as soon as you're on the right level i would have because because i didn't want to do the side because i didn't want to grind because i didn't want my shooter to be a fucking rpg now uh, i don't i don't hate the rpg elements that are in it. it they're they're light they're not it's not complex i don't feel like you got enough points i would have liked to have had some more stuff unlocked by the time i hit the end game but then again i was way under leveled for it because playing with you being over leveled so like that's that's fine I don't fault the game for that, but that's that's also not what I what I would have come into this looking for. Like I knew that going into it, but when I'm thinking like the Wolfenstein game, like just give me a linear shooter. That's all I want. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure this was their attempt at doing something different and new with the IP. Which yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a linear shooter, but it wasn't an open world either because all the sections are like sectioned off. It isn't like you can walk from one area of the map to the other. You have to go through the metro fast travel stations, which just makes it. Feel feel clunky and then oh. you you got to go back to the fucking hub why 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 can't i just do all this from a menu so i don't have to go back there we're like we're talking to each other over the radio anyway why do i have to go back to turn something into you what does it matter they tried to do something new i mean i'm for people trying something new especially in you know genre that you've kind of already i mean linear shooters are linear shooters. There's not a lot to do there, mm-hmm. but I don't think it worked. So, and I would like to talk about the uh, graphics. Like, I think they look all right, except most of the set pieces are just gray or brown, which, uh, you know, shooter supposed to be war torn Paris. So, yeah, exactly. The entire setting is, uh, well, conquered by Nazis. So, it's not exactly going to be a colorful place. I mean, I guess, but I could also do without the whole Schindler's list. It's just the red coat thing, also, you know. You know, like we, mm. I, I'm not saying it's got to be like uh, old cartoon, bright and colorful, but we, we can do a little more than just drab gray and shades of brown. But um, I think if I'm going to give my recommendation, 
I have to say, I, I actually kind of enjoyed this game, uh, even for like the gripes and the nitpicks that I have with it. Uh, if I didn't have to side quest, I would have been through it much faster, but it makes you grind it out. Uh, playing with Jason at hell, Elsa, if you and I were playing, if I was playing with Ken, like playing with somebody, you know, uh, that helped. I was hosting, so I didn't have the connection issues. So like, I didn't see the other side of that. If I was just trying to play through this game solo, I probably wouldn't beat it, but I would certainly put in a couple hours, like enjoy my time, but never pick it back up. So like, I can't say that I don't recommend it, but I don't really recommend it either. Yeah, I very solidly in the middle to low camp. It was mostly fine. Running around shooting dudes was fine. And then having to side quest to level up so I was allowed to shoot dudes, not really fine. And like, moment to moment gameplay was good enough. The characters I actually enjoyed, but overall as an experience, it's not something I would ever really look to repeat. They said, hey, here's Wolfenstein Youngblood 2. It's more of the same. I wouldn't play it. Youngblood 2, Blaskowitz Boogaloo? Yeah. yeah. Whereas, again, when Doom Eternal and they were like, hey, it's more Doom 2016, uh, that's all I wanted. I was like, yes. Yes, please. And they actually did change some stuff up, which some people liked, some people didn't. Not in here or there with that. But if there was just more to this game, I have no interest in playing it. So I can't really recommend it. It's fine, I guess. Basically the same. Um, it's competent for what it does as a shooter. It's fun talking in hillbilly accents over comms at Ken. And that's pretty much it. The connectivity issues were really bad and took away from the experience considerably. And my life is not better for having played this game. That's for damn sure. Um, I believe that's the uh, title of the autobiography for the bad game cast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, I'd have, I, I'd wished, I'd wished at the start of this, when we started this podcast, we would find some, you know, maligned diamond in the rough or something that like spoke to us personally, even though it sucked. It mostly just sucks. <laughs> Well, there was, uh, I think, a slight hope, probably for all three of us, in that there was a section of the internet that was not pleased with this game because of the main characters, and like solely because of the main characters, and were really fucking obnoxious about it. So you know, it, it's kind of like uh, the, the 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 Ghostbusters reboot. I was rooting for you. I really wanted it to be something good because of the, all these shitheads, but then it also turned out to be bad anyway. Ways. And so, like, I have to look at it from a critical eye as a critic. And yeah, no, it's just bad. And these assholes will feel vindicated because it's bad. But uh, I mean, I don't think so. If I have to listen to some fucking whiny neckbeard incel tell me that no game with a main female protagonist is a good game, then I will fucking hop on my soapbox and gladly say that I had a good time with this. The main characters were fun and I liked them and I found them interesting and I cannot overstate them being supportive of each other as you're going along you're doing great Jess you're kicking ass so like that's really nice in a game where it's mostly just like you know shit talk in gaming right you, you don't have characters just being vocally supportive of one another even if it's just like you and an AI that that felt uh, like a refreshing change of pace for me but also yeah go fuck yourself women kick ass <laughs> eat shit and die internet I don't think I had to ever come out against capital G gamers but like like, they suck. <laughs> 
And yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier uh, that there are, were people who disliked it for the characters and whether or not it was an actual dislike of their characterization or because uh, it was two women in their Wolfenstein game. And like, if that's your actual thought process, uh, you're pathetic. <laughs> that's the end of that. Get a fucking life. I had the same issue with fucking uh, people with Battlefield. You're like, well, I don't want a woman in oh, a yeah. war game. When they freaked out about that, that yeah. was hilarious to now, see. Now, look, I fucking hate Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5, but if your argument is you don't like it because there's women in it, fuck that noise. It's the greatest Battlefield game ever fucking made. <laughs> Spiteful contrarianism. I like it. Yeah. That that generally sums up my thought processes on most things. <laughs> well, fuck it. What do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. Do we? No, because oh. unless your name is emergencymail.org or notification, I haven't gotten an email from you. I get so much spam. Only on the bad game cast, though, which I guess makes sense because I use that email like on all the social medias and shit. Mm. Whereas like my personal email, I basically don't put anywhere. Oh, uh, a peek behind the curtains. I guess also for you, Jason, uh, do you know how many places I tried to put our podcast onto? All of them. Oh my God. And then some places that I knew didn't even have, like didn't even host fucking podcasts. I just threw it out there. There's times where I'm not sure if it's spam <laughs> or sites, if it's somewhere whatever. that you tried <laughs> yeah, to put our podcast on. I had an email and they're like, hey, about your podcast. And I'm like, yo, is this real or is this like... Wire us 4000 American dollars and we will put your podcast on our totally real site. Holy shit. Only 4000 real American dollars? A deal at twice the price. That's coming out of your burger fund. Oh, no. But I need that for cheeseburgers. Realistically, we don't have any emails at this time. Time of recording. So like send us some. Do that, I guess. Someone new. Someone sitting there listening right now, thinking to themselves, I don't need to send them an email. Other people do that. Hey, send us an email. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? We read it. I mean I mean like the worst that could happen is I don't know. You start typing and then you have a stroke and die. But like, that's probably not going to happen. We here at the Bad Gamecast are not liable for any injury sustained while emailing the Bad Gamecast. I don't believe my voice causes strokes. The uh, testing is inconclusive on that, and you know that. I said, believe we're still good. <laughs> Allegedly. That's how you have to start all the sentences, right? Yes. Allegedly, I can't cause strokes with my voice. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Get that out there. Tell the world. Allegedly. Tell the world allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, ideas, anything you want us to talk about, read about... Oh, God, I hit the microphone. Oh, it was you for a change. I know. <laughs> uh, email thebadgamecast.gmail.com. You can also tweet at thebadgamecast. I control that account, so you're tweeting at me. Uh, I'll probably maybe respond. I have Twitter on my phone. Sometimes it notifies me when things happen. Sometimes it doesn't. Twitter's a great program that's good for humanity. Uh, just like Facebook. You know, don't fuck with the Zuck. Seriously, don't go to Facebook. <laughs> what else do we do? We stream on Twitch. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. I don't know what, where, where our shit's at anymore. Monday through Thursday, we're on there. I play a lot of Might and Magic games. If you're interested in seeing uh, <laughs> party-based RPGs from the 90s, ta-da! <laughs> Jake also does stuff. 
Do I? I think I do. Yeah, and uh, in theory, all those uh, Twitch streams, they go up on YouTube at some point. Eventually. Hard theory on that one. <laughs> Every time we release an episode, it's also on the Reddit page. Theoretically, you could discuss stuff there. You wouldn't. No one does. It's fine. Uh, we've also got a Discord. Somewhat barren, but uh, we're there. So, like, if you say something, we'll probably respond. It's just no one says stuff that all that often. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, like, occasionally, and then, you know, we're generally pretty quiet for a while, but... Uh... Well, it's like... Discord I have open all the time because I have all the gaming. Yeah. So, like, it's actually probably the easiest way to get a hold of me because it's the most quote-unquote social media I do. Well, like, because uh, I've got Discord on my phone, so all the time. If you put anything on the podcast Discord, just, like, as a question, I will immediately respond to you. And then uh, we have a Patreon for uh, people who want to support us. Hey, Elsa, did you know we have a Patreon? Dollars-wise. We have a Patreon? Huh. Hey. We have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash the bad gamecast. Uh, support helps us play these bad games. Thanks. Double thanks. Right. Thank you to all of our. I'm just sitting here, like, honestly, in my head chanting Sonic sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, but thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are the absolute fucking bestest. Love you. Can you do that, but just do the uh, Vigo Mortensen line from The Prophecy? You know what? That's fine. We can talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter, at Jake Prey. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter, at Freya Faust. That is my pen name, because I write books. I've only written one book so far, but the next one is coming out later this year. It's Urban Fantasy, if you like that sort of thing in your life. Buy my book. Well, on that note, I've been Jake. I'm Jason Gorlami. Good night, everybody! Buongiorno. Arriva Derce. Oh, okay. I don't know what the fuck you're on about with Gorlami. It's his fake last name. Dominic Di Coco. Another prominent piece of media where Hitler dies like he deserves. Every morning when I wake up, there's a Nazi scalp hanging from her four-post bed. All right, now we can stop.